Hello and welcome to Ferret NFL with me, Yemi the Ferret, and my co-host, Green Waffles. And we're here on the football podcast to talk about one thing, football. Yeah, well, I guess we'd talk about football. I suppose. Uh, the divisional round, I'm sorry, not, yeah, yeah, the division, no, the championship round. The championship <laughs> round is come and gone, and the teams who are making it to the Super Bowl have been revealed. They sure uh, have, and some of them are questionable, and one team, yeah, I guess they uh, clawed their way in, but the other team on the other side, uh, some questionable calls that got them in, but hey, they're there. I'm not sure which team was crawling in. I uh, mean, I guess uh, I guess that would be more make more sense if it were 49ers, but yeah. <laughs> well, hey, let's start off with these championship games, and of course, uh, the Eagles and 49ers game was first on the slate, and you know, we we and everyone are, and everyone else was thinking that this is going to be like one of those games that'll go down to the wire, and you know, it, it's going to be such a good battle. And unfortunately, um, the QB curse caught up to Brock Purdy and uh, he, he had an UCL tear. Um, so he's going to be gone for until next season, obviously. But yeah, the 49ers just had bad luck all year with quarterbacks. And this was just like the final straw that broke the camel's back because even Brock Purdy's replacement something something johnson uh, he got a concussion uh i think a few drives after so right. it's like oh my gosh so it was pretty much a lost cause as soon as brock purdy went down but it became even more of a lost cause once they couldn't throw the ball yeah and it just seemed like you know uh you know christian mccaffrey he's a great running back you know mr do it all uh well uh, i don't think they wanted him to throw the ball um, because the one play, uh, play where he did throw a ball, it was like a hundred yards away from everybody else, uh, was even close. It didn't look pretty. Uh, it just kind of stinks. You know, the game kind of turned out like this and it's two weeks in a row. Now the Eagles has had a dominant win like this. And, uh, you know, I, I won't say an easy win, but, uh, it wasn't predictable against the giants but i or uh i'm sorry it wasn't it was predictable against the giants but i thought this game was gonna be a little closer i still had the eagles winning but i thought you know the 49ers were gonna be able to put up somewhat of a fight but you know like everyone's saying that eagles defense makes people makes any quarterback look you know uh, like they're you know scared or like they're nervous and the eagles defense did do this and it's just a shame that brock purdy got hurt and uh how much of a different outcome this game could have been. I don't know. I mean, it just kind of seemed like Eagles way from the beginning of the snap, but who knows how this game would have turned out. Yeah, it definitely seemed like the Eagles had the upper hand through the first few drives when both teams were at their, you know, maximum capacity. Yeah, especially uh, but... by that catch by Devontae Smith, a uh, great catch, one-handed catch leaping out. Uh, was it a catch? Uh, no, once the replay showed and like uh, a few minutes after, uh, you know, the play happened, you know, this is great football by the Eagles getting up. And this is what we scream and yell every time uh, the Browns do a good play is, you know, you got to get to that line of scrimmage and run a play. So that way you can't review the previous play. 
And that's exactly what the Eagles did. And good, thank goodness they did because that Devontae Smith catch was not a catch. He ended up using the ground, but the the way his body was positioned, the ref couldn't see it. So, you know, I mean, it was, that wasn't the call, you know, that I'm all flat, like, angry about. It's the Chiefs game. I'm sure we'll get to that later. But, I mean, it was a great catch. It wasn't a catch, but it was a great catch, and it was sold pretty well, and it was a good job by the Eagles offense to get to that line and not hike the ball so they couldn't challenge it. Yeah, it shows a lot of um... – initiative by smith to to know like hey we got to get this thing going and a good work by the by his teammates to also realize like okay yeah he he's saying he probably didn't catch that so let's get that going you know um it was it was pretty impressive you know of of a of an almost catch (laughs) i guess the more impressive thing is just how quickly they were able to snap the ball before replay could show anything different whether it be on the big screen or on the small screen you know you know, just fundamentals one on one. And how many times have me and you yelled at the Browns game, you know, watching the Browns like, go, go, like, run another play, and they don't. And then yeah. it, the call doesn't go our way. Right. Too many times to count, honestly. Yeah, I'm running out of fingers and toes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Eagles had a, um, had a pretty good offensive attack. I mean, even though the 49ers defense was able to, um, to, to stop them a couple of times, like the offensive attack of the, of the 49ers just was not there. So, you know, everything that the defense did was kind of moot because the Eagles would get stopped and then, you know, they'd punt the ball back to the 49ers and then the 49ers would do nothing. Or, you know, like in the one case where Johnson took his eyes off of the ball um, during the a, a, a long snap and fumbled it. And, and, you know, sometimes it went the Eagles way and, you know, they just got the ball right back and capitalized on that. And then one of the crazier uh, endings to a quarter that we've seen is, you know, the uh, I think it was that botched snap where the 49ers were trying to go down and get some points on the board to, you know, because it was it was seven to 14 at the time. And the Eagles got that fumble and they, you know, they went in for the touchdown. So now it's, you know, seven twenty one. And then the Eagles like when it went down the field again and, and got another score. So it was like twenty eight to seven by by halftime. So, yeah, it was one of those crazy, crazy things uh, and just a full collapse by the 49ers. Now, I don't think anyone's going to get fired over over this game. I, I think that that the coaching staff has done a great job with what what they have for the 49ers. But yeah, the Eagles were just that brick wall that they could not get over. Rip my Super Bowl picks too. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the Eagles have been uh, you know kind of that brick wall for a few teams uh, here. Uh, I still think they could ha- they have a chance at the Super Bowl. Um, it all depends on how what the refs do and how the game goes. But yeah, I mean, congrats to the Philadelphia Eagles for making a quick turnaround within a year, and now they're playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and also next time, don't have Terry Bradshaw go up on stage and do the whole uh, <laughs> yeah. NFC Championship trophy handing over because. He he um he had Jalen Hurts sing like the entire Fly Eagles Fly song like and you could tell that like he didn't really want to do it you know and he wasn't he's not a singer obviously but he just he hands him the mic he's like sing the song sing the song and he's like okay and it would it just felt like it went on for hours <laughs> I know it was only like like a five minute little thing but I was like come on Terry don't don't do this to him like come on at least he knew it. That's would have true. been really awkward if he would have picked like been like what song? Huh? Uh, I only know three words: fly eagles, fly. 
<laughs> that's it. There's more words to it. And as uh, I commented during the the live the the broadcast, I was like, you know, it kind of sounds like that Roger Rabbit song, where it's like, "Smile, world, just smile." <laughs> fly, eagles, very monotone. Fly. Yeah, very monotone. Just no enthusiastic. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so I mean, was there really anything? else to say about the game other than the Eagles have crushed their opponents the past two weeks here. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think the chiefs are going to have maybe a hard time scheming against the Eagles offense because I mean, they obviously haven't shown their full hand, you know? Yeah. We'll, we'll have to see uh, that defense uh, will probably show up big. Um, hopefully it's a, Better game being a, I don't want a Super Bowl that's, you know, 31 to 7. Um, but yeah. it, it'll be, uh, I don't know. I mean, good for the Eagles. Hate the fan base. Uh, and Eagle fans are kind of uh, trash. Um, they're, uh, they're throwing eggs and everything at the you know, 49er fans before heading into the stadium. And, you know, come on, people. The price of eggs is too damn high. Why are you throwing eggs? Um, but, uh, but I do like Jalen Hurts. I do like him. I do like A.J. Brown. So I really hope uh, they do uh, pull out a victory in the Super Bowl. Yeah, if the, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, then A.J. Brown will definitely not be looking back at the Titans era of his career ever fondly. Looking back? I, I don't know. I mean, he was saying he didn't want to be traded halfway through the year. So, well, you know, sure. there you go. <laughs> He's probably changing his mind now. Yeah, he's probably like, thank goodness I love it. I mean, I said that earlier in the year, too. Like, it, he, it's, it's, good. it's a good thing that he loved because the Titans went completely downhill halfway through the season, you know, and, and uh, the, the Eagles have just been flying <laughs> throughout the entire year. Flying, Eagles, flying. Uh, but, yeah. Speaking of flying, uh, let's go to uh, the ref versus the Bengals. I mean, I mean, the uh, Chiefs versus the Bengals. <laughs> Go ahead, start us uh, off. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, flies or flies, flags flew flew everywhere in this game. Holy crap! There was a flag at literally after every play, after every down, after every moment of the game. It felt like there was another flag, just another flag. Some of them, you know, were justified. Yeah, some of them I agreed with, but some of these were just you know absurd flags. And you know, I'm not gonna say you know the refs raid the game the Bengals so had plenty of chances and they failed and that they came up short uh to complete you know the two minute game winning drive but i mean come on giving chiefs five downs like seriously like that that was a little that was a little suspicious and then you know they'll call one thing for the chiefs like roughing the passer uh not the one you know that kind of sealed the game at the end where he put the guy pushed uh uh, Mahomes into like bench pretty much. Uh, that one was justified, um, but you know there was other roughing the passers call on Mahomes that weren't called on Joe Burrow, and you know just like the intentional grounding on Joe Burrow where and then literally the next play uh, Patrick Mahomes did almost the exact same thing, and it wasn't called uh, intentional grounding. You know just just suspicious things like that, but. Uh, blocks Chiefs. in the back. Uh, yeah, blocks in the return. back holdings. There was like and, a hands to the face that was really egregious that they wasn't and, called. And holdings too. Like literally three Bengals players were held and one on the final play. And it, by by holding, I mean like one offensive lineman literally was like hugging the other guy's neck. And I was like, okay, that's a little bad. 
But like I said, uh, the Bengals had plenty of chances. They still uh, got the ball back after, you know, that fifth down controversy. Uh, they still had the ball. They got the ball, couldn't do anything, and then they had the ball again to do a game-running dive. And then even, like, halfway through, I was like, this game's going to end in a field goal, and I was right. And but I was hoping it would you know have been like a better way to end um, with the with not a flag being thrown, you know, for the past five minutes on every play. Um, but it just it, it seems so like rigged. It seems so scripted. But, you know, like I said, Bengals came up short. They had plenty of chances. Yeah. Talk about a team that needed to overcome much more BS in this game than they did against the Bills. I mean. The Bengals were poised to, you know, lose this, lose this game by a lot more. And, you know, it was, and, you know, I mean, at, you know, at, at five seconds left, it was still 2020, you know, but mm-hmm. what happened was uh, Osaya, unfortunately, uh, heated moment, probably, you know, just kind of frustrated, pushes Patrick Mahomes when he's already out of bounds. And like, yeah, that's an egregious one. That's one that's going to be called every single time. And if he doesn't do that to Mahomes, yes, they got a fresh set of downs, but there's only four seconds left. And I feel like they definitely would not have tried the field goal with with Butker, you know, at like the 50 or whatever. Maybe maybe they would have tried just to just for shits and giggles, you know, but we would have seen the first overtime game with the new rules in place, which would have been pretty, pretty cool. But unfortunately, he made that mistake. And, you know, a lot of people are putting, you know, putting the blame on on him or on the refs. But yeah, like you said, I mean, it really was like a full team kind of like you could have still done it. You know, you, you just needed to, over, you know, yeah, you, you, you did overcome a lot of the penalties that would be, that were being thrown your way. Like, of course the chiefs capitalized on a few of those, but you know, you still had that last drive that you could have done that gone down the field. You could have, you could have gotten a, a touchdown or a field goal or whatever, and, and put a little bit more pressure on the chiefs to move the ball a little bit faster or in a different way. And, that's just not how it happened. And it's unfortunate because I think I, I honestly think that Joey Burrow is, um, <clears throat> you know, he's he's kind of on the same level as Patrick Mahomes right now. Like, yeah, maybe he's a little bit lesser because of his offensive line. And I think that was the main problem for the Bengals this t- uh, today, not today, <laughs> uh, last week. Um, and yeah, it's just it's unfortunate that, um, you know, the, they, the, the Bengals were kind of limited in a lot of ways and. Uh, of course, the flags didn't help here and there, um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, they had they had a chance to go down the field. They had multiple chances to to score or do something, and unfortunately, uh, they kind of choked. Yeah, they did choke, and you know, they got the other end of the stick. Usually, you know, they overcome, you know the uh, you know the flags and all that, but they couldn't this time around. But you know, like I said, you know, just. A couple of those flags are just so heavily favored towards the Chiefs, and it just, you know, would yeah, it would have made me angry. But you know, it's gonna make an interesting Super Bowl, and it's gonna be. I already posted it in our Discord that um, you know one of the head refs of, of the Super Bowl heavily favors the Chiefs game every time. So hopefully, it's not that bad where it comes down to you know people finger pointing at the refs again, but. We'll have to wait and see, I guess, February 12th. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, a lot of times the refs get their bullshit out of the way before the uh, before the Super Bowl. You know, I think back to that game where it was the Rams versus the Saints, and um, they didn't call like a rough um, a pass interference on a Rams player who literally had shoved the Saints player to the ground before the ball came to him. 
And uh, yeah, that that's like that's just kind of like the bullshit that will happen um, throughout the playoffs that just help the teams that are kind of favored to give them a little bit of a boost. And it is kind of fishy, honestly, like you, yeah, you, really you see is. that fifth down play and you go, what the hell? You know, like if 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 the third or was it a third or fourth? It was a third down, I believe. If that had stood, then the Chiefs would have been punting. But instead, they got to snap the ball and run their play. And then, you know, whatever, you know, it was like a negative play. And that was just erased because of a, a fuck up by the refs. It's like if the ball snapped and you didn't stop the play in time, just let it ride. Like who, do, who you know, fix the clock afterwards, you know, like if, if, if the ball is snapped and the play happens, just let that freaking ride. This is the second time this year that the refs have fucked up the clock and given the other, you know, the team that has the ball an extra down. It's ridiculous, and it really shouldn't be happening. I mean, these are professionals. They've been in the league for, you know, 10-plus years, most of these guys, and they're doing, like, like, like rookie mistakes. It's it's unbelievable. It really is. Like, ugh, it does yeah. get my blood boiling a little bit. And I get, you know, the game is really fast and, you know, a couple mistakes here and there. But, you know, just it, it becomes a problem when the game becomes about the refs. And, you know, the game shouldn't be about the rest. But, you know, when the viewers start saying, oh, I can't wait for a flag this play. And then all of a sudden the flag does happen. And you're like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> or, you know, you see a hit and you're like, oh, that's going to be flagged. Or then you see a hit, you know, that Chiefs do. And then you're like, oh, that's not going to be called. And then it never gets called. You just, you know, that you feel like it's going to be about the refs at some times. And that's when I get irritated. Yeah, consistency is the main word. It's like if the refs can just be consistent. If they call, you know, uh, if they call Joe Burrow for intentional grounding when there's a receiver in the area of his pass, you know, why not do that to Patrick Mahomes when there's nobody in the area where his yeah, pass? I, I, I think that 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 was the one that freaking irritated me the most. And I think uh, you know, Bills fans, you know, they want to be mad about that, you know. Uh, Osai, you know, roughing the passer. I, I just, I think that one's justified. I think that one is a roughing the passer. But come on, man, that intentional grounding—that was not intentional grounding. And then you don't call it where Mahomes literally throws it even shorter than from the uh, line of scrimmage, and not even as close to his receiver. Uh, you know, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. But. And then it gets me going. Maybe I'm already just heated from, you know, the, the reps calling all these other things. And they're just standing there and talking. It's just like it makes you think. It's like, oh, are they trying to, like, discuss, like, who they have, what parlays they have? You know, it's like, okay, what are you guys talking about? Come on. Yeah. And like you said, it would be great to have, you know, what the XFL does and all these, you know, side leagues where the refs are mic'd up and you can hear what they're talking about. Yeah, that would be I think that would be the one innovation that they should implement next next season. You know, have the mics be mic'd up, have the refs be mic'd up, <laughs> the mics be mic'd up. And yeah. just have just just to turn on the mics whenever they have a discussion on the field. I think it should be I think I personally think it should be public knowledge what they're discussing. You know, mm. I think that that would really I mean, if they have nothing to hide, okay, that would really ease a lot of people's tension about you know, ref and ref ball, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, why not just do this? I mean, you already have those freaking mics on the field that can pick up any, you know, any, any sound across the field, as long as you point it at them, you know, why, why not Besides just have, one. 
no, yeah, besides, <laughs> besides that. But why don't you just have like a guy con- like on the refs the entire time or maybe have a boom mic on on that little drone thing that flies around mm-hmm. that that just kind of goes above the refs when they're huddling up like and then just turn it on when they're talking like we I think we have a right to know. And I think the players also have a right to know what was being discussed on the field. Just my opinion. But I mean, yeah, I think that would be a great innovation. So like that, like I said, it one, it would it would give us more of an idea of what gets discussed on the field when the refs are grouping up and discussing something. And two, it would ease a lot of people's minds who, you know, maybe 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 uh, in that huddle discussion after the fifth after that fourth play or fifth play or whatever it was, maybe a lot maybe we would be less annoyed because we'd actually hear the discussion and be and, and we would actually know exactly what was going on. But instead, you know, the ref comes on the field and he's like, We had a clock mismanagement. We didn't need we didn't mean to have the snap go off. You know, it's like, okay, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I truly think that a mic, a mic'd up, you know, a mic'd up scenario for the refs would be revolutionary. <laughs> yeah, but then you'll have those people that are like, oh, they change what the mic or the uh, refs say on the TV and this and then this. It could get messy, but yeah, that'd be, you know, something to, you know, maybe try, you know, implement. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, it seems like every year they try one new thing. This year was the new overtime rules. Haven't had that yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, the other year was like you know having coaches be able to uh, you know challenge a you know a pass interference call, which you know that was never overturned anyways. Yeah. Uh, so it's like okay, if you're you're trying to change things up, but then you don't change things at the same time. It's like kind of stuck in our ways here. You know, just changing things so it pleases, you know, the crowd, I guess. But it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't fix anything. Well, speaking of things that will always be the same, uh, Tom Brady has decided to announce his retirement again. Again, yeah. <laughs> Almost around the same time as last year, uh, right before the Super Bowl. The, the, and, uh, you know, it it's kind of it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, OK, this time. I'm going to wait until the season starts to say anything about this, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and he even, you know, took it professionally. He was like, yeah, I already, you know, did all this in his video, his retirement video. He's like, you know, I already kind of burnt out my ability to be like a somber person or something like that. Some along the lines like that. And I get, I think he understands, you know, he kind of already used this. And he's like, all right, yeah, I'm retired. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know. We'll see if it's for real. Um, he will, you know, land a big uh, hosting job or like announcer job, and hopefully he doesn't go that route down like Tony Romo did. But you know, it'd be fun to have him in the booth. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll see how he does. I, I've never really thought of Tom Brady as like a um, charismatic type guy, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, so he'd guess... be laying out the real thing. He'd be like, "Oh, this quarterback sucks." <laughs> <laughs> This quarterback threw a check down. One of my favorite throws. Uh, but yeah, I'm... hopefully he's not a Romo where he's like, oh, it's third and long and they're going to do a shovel pass. <laughs> no, they're Maybe. not, Tony. Calm he'll, have, he'll have one year of like really good sports analysis, get him a huge contract and then completely suck the rest of his time announcing. He just in the booth kissing his son. <laughs> no, that's all right all right anyways <laughs> moving on i mean what's the chances of tom brady coming back and playing for a different team i i i'd say that they're actually pretty high I, I think that there's a there's a couple teams who might reach out and be like hey we got this you know we got we got a good cap space uh why don't you you know come around and 
you know, kiss us instead of your son for a change. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I know you want him on the Raiders because, you know, I didn't say posted. I want him. <laughs> I just predicted them. Um, you know, 49ers are also in the talks. The Raiders are in the talks. Uh, Dolphins were in the talks, too, for a bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I love the memes where, uh, you know, I saw the one commercial where uh, Gronk says, Mom, get my football pants. Uh, it's him uh, talking, Tom Brady talking to, uh, like, the 49ers, and it's like, Tom Brady and uh, Gronk coming out of retirement. Like, it was funny. And the memes <laughs> like that, they're funny. Yeah, yeah, they're funny. I, I, I giggle. Did um, give one laugh all the way to I don't, I don't know, <laughs> all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, another big, a big uh, news topic is uh, Sean Payton, uh, former Saints coach, was essentially traded uh, for like a second and a third round pick. Yeah, how about uh, that? To the Broncos. The Broncos have picked him up. Um, thoughts? Um, yeah, it's very... Uh, what's the word? I'm unlikely we get a head coach uh, trade like this. So it's kind of cool, you know, to see it and happen. Uh, he has a lot of work to do. Hopefully he can fix Russ uh, cooking. And let's hope he can fix the ride. Um, hopefully <laughs> yeah. he can fix the wheels on those things. I think he will. Uh, you know, Sean Payton was a great head coach or New Orleans Saints uh, coach Drew Brees. And, yeah, turned you know, him around. Turned him around and because he wasn't so good on the charge. I think it was Chargers before he, Drew Brees was uh, traded to the Saints. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, so uh, I think he could fix uh, some things and it's going to be uh, something to watch. And I just hope uh, – the hype doesn't come again where they're on, you know, uh, prime time for 15 games out of 18 games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ho- hopefully, hopefully the league spreads the love a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's very likely that the league goes, oh, this year the Broncos are going to be good. So let's yeah. put the, the key matchups in, you know, in, in the, in the spotlights. And then we'll get another like Colts Broncos game <laughs> or yeah. 49ers Broncos game or Ravens Broncos game. And we'll be in the same position, but yeah, along with what you were saying, I think Sean Payton, I mean, he, he was a good coach with the saints. I mean, they got to to playoffs almost what, what every year that he was a coach there Um, until Drew Brees started to regress and Michael Thomas decided to just stop playing football. Hmm. Um, Yeah. I think that uh, he can, he can, he can, I mean, I mean, even Jameis Winston was looking good underneath him before his ACL tear. So, you know, I, I think he'll be a good fit for the Broncos. And, you know, I, I, the one thing that people are worried about, mainly Broncos fans, is everyone's positive right now. And mm-hmm. that happened last year when they hired um, Nathaniel Hackett. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Speaking of Nathaniel Hackett, uh, the Jets hire him as an offensive coordinator. Um, I don't know whether to laugh at them or kind of do like one of those memes where it's just kind of like, hey, that's a good idea because now there's high talks about the Jets trading for QB Aaron Rodgers. What do you think? Yeah, you know, didn't the Broncos hire Nathaniel Hackett to try and do the same thing? Yeah, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. And yeah, now there's uh, reports that uh, Aaron Rodgers might go to uh, L.A. or L- Las Vegas. 
Yeah. Yeah, who knows where Rodgers will end up. Uh, we'll have to, you know, obviously it's a whole wait-and-see type thing on the, the football front. But we um, season talk. Right. Uh, but, you know, I think Nathaniel Hackett, out of the he'll be he'll be out of the role of a coach and i think that he might do better just being a offensive coordinator you know he he might this is this is probably where he's going to excel if i if i had uh, had to guess um but uh you know uh I he mean, better because if uh you know he goes in there and the if uh the jets become the new denver of uh 2022 season that'll be i'll be pretty bad or uh of the 2023 season, that'd be pretty bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speak, speaking of hires, uh, Demeco Ryans, who was the, uh, who was the 49ers defensive coach. Uh, he is now the head coach of the Texas and they gave him a six year deal. Um, Texas, what are you doing over there? I mean, a three-year deal deal might be might have been a better situation, but maybe he asked for it because you know he wanted some um, uh, some cushion. Uh, but uh, you know, as you as you and I know, the 49ers defense was lights out. Uh, you know, last year or this season, last season, whatever you want to say. Uh, and so you know, the Texans defense was pretty good last year as well. Well, I guess okay. Hold on, let me rephrase that. Dur- t- <laughs> towards the end of the season, the defense started picking up, and same thing with the offense, which is why we thought that Lovey Smith should should have gotten a second chance. Uh, but here comes someone who uh, is known for his style of defensive coaching. Uh, so we'll see if he can help the Texans. Mm, rebuild and restructure yeah hopefully it's not one of those uh you know just kind of put in place kind of hires which i don't think since uh texans kind of gave him six years with the quick uh you know not with quick but like they you know early on like got their coach that they wanted and yeah you said you know they gave him six years uh, hopefully that doesn't bite them in the ass. Um, but Texans are known for doing stupid stuff. I think this is a little stupid, uh, especially six-year part. Um, yeah, it's a little questionable. But hopefully, you know, hey, if 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 they if he works out for them and if he becomes one of the greatest head coaches, being perhaps to them, they have him for six years. But like you said, you know, the uh, teams did start to pick up a little bit at the end. Let's hope he can continue that. And, but you know, every time someone new comes in, it seems like you have to start from the scratch and build back up. So we'll see, we'll see how he does. And he'll definitely the Texans will definitely be a defensive front team first. And uh, like we said, you know, Texans already had a pretty decent defense. Yeah, they already had kind of a decent defense, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously they got to pick up some pieces on the in the off season, but. It'll be interesting, you know. Uh, it'll be interesting for sure. Yeah. Speaking of uh, not being decent, though, uh, the <laughs> Carolina Panthers hire Frank Reich, uh, as we recall, Indianapolis um, Colts. Uh, he was the head coach for them. Uh, kind of a bum year for the Colts. Uh, Jonathan Taylor produced nothing. All this and that. Frank Reich was the only coach fired this season. I want to say. Yeah. Right. No. Um. No, Levy's no, he was after. Uh, yeah, I uh, think he was, was the only head coach that was heard through, through the season. Uh, well, oh, there was, uh, there Nathaniel was also, Hackett, um, but well, there was also the Panthers' head coach was fired midway through the season. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Matt yeah, Rule or whatever his name was. Yeah, so uh, one of the f- very few that got fired throughout the season. 
Uh, I don't know what the Panthers are thinking. I don't know why. How they hired this guy. Uh, I would have hired maybe him as a coordinator or something. But, yeah, congrats, Carolina, I guess. Frank Reich, your new head coach. Yeah, I guess they're just trying to do the old, uh, you know, swipe him up and and hope that uh, the the um, Colts, you know, dropped off this talent. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah, get into the know. mind of 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 uh, you know a, a a Panthers you know ownership. It's like you just saw that last season with the Colts, and the I mean the Colts were one of the worst teams last year. Um, sure, they they ended up beating. Um, who did they beat? I don't even remember who they beat yeah. last year. But it's like, yeah, they, they were just a moribund team. Oh, they beat like the Chiefs from the top down, they were just bad. So yeah. it's like, you know, do you really expect this coach to get up and and just start be, being the best coach ever? Like, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't see it, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, Colts. Jonathan Taylor had his worst year uh, as a player. Uh, Matt Ryan didn't live too good. Uh, Carson Wentz never looked good under him. So, yeah, it was a questionable hire. And hopefully uh, the Panthers can figure it out because the Panthers, you know, they're slated to hire a new uh, QB. Or not hire, but draft a QB with this uh, upcoming uh, draft. And so, I, I don't know. Just, I wouldn't want them. Like, to be honest, if I was a Panthers fan, I would be – pitchfork and blow torches outside you know the facility being like what the heck are you doing because if they're about to get this you know qb from the draft and he's he already didn't work out with matt ryan he didn't work out with carson once you know the qb carousel in indiana in uh, the colts that they had last year in the last two years just didn't seem to work out and i don't know if i would want a fresh young blood coming in and just be like oh frank reich <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe maybe they'll have Sam Darnold start for an entire year and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, and then so, one yeah, last yeah. one last thing: uh, the Arena Football League is coming back. Hey, welcome back. Um, I, I don't even remember the last time that the Arena Football League was around, but uh, it's going to be coming back in twenty twenty four, and uh, you know, I think. Arena football kind of has a different vibe from regular football. I think yes. the last time arena football was around, Johnny Manziel was a quarterback in the league. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I I like this. Like the USFL is coming back, the XFL is coming back, and now the AFL is coming back. I feel like the XFL and the USFL should just combine, yeah. and the AFL should be a separate league. Like I think that it's too much competition for these minor leagues. But I think it is a good thing to have minor leagues so that players who don't get drafted or don't make it in the NFL, they have a second chance or whatever uh, in this league. Um, so maybe the AFL will will stick around longer than the other two that I mentioned, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I always enjoyed it. I mean, I it was like the tail end when I started like picking up on it. Um, it's cool because, you know, it has walls and you – the players can run into the walls, and it's more faster pace and high scoring, too. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely a fun, you know, like, I don't want to say gimmick, but just, like, a fun watch and a fun, like, intense football game because, you know, the score, you know, is 28-35, and then they do one big play because the field is only 50 yards, I believe, or something small. So it's because it's played in an arena, like a basketball arena. So 
they had Commodate, and then it's it's definitely a fun one. And our hometown used to have a really good team, and they actually used to be really good at it. And now we'll have to see. Uh, definitely, you won't see Bring like NFL. Yeah, you won't see NFL players, you know, in the off season. Like, oh, let me go play, you know, in the Arena Football League because that's the risk of injury is too damn high. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely keep an eye out for it. It's definitely a high. If you like, if you think football is too slow and boring, this one will be fun because it's high intensity, fast paced, and high scoring. Yes, sir. Speaking of games that are going to be intense, high-scoring, possibly affairs, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Eagles versus Chiefs. Now, I know that uh, I think uh, I think uh, I'm I'm ashamed to admit that I've been down on the Eagles since the playoffs started, and uh, every every week I've told them to prove me wrong, and they've done that. And, uh, I, you know, I got to eat some crow because I said, you know, I, I was I was I was a bit of a doubter there at the end, but they've managed to make it all the way. Yeah, sure. It, it, you know, the, they blew out both the teams that they were playing, but that's also a sign of a good team. You know, they're able to kind of like beat down the lesser opponents and and, and get a solid victory. Um, and the Eagles are I mean, they're, they're not injured. Chiefs really aren't injured. So, you know, both these teams are going to be at their peak performance, uh, besides from Patrick Mahomes' ankle injury. Um, you know, I think that both these teams are in great physical condition. So hopefully we'll see a nice high-scoring affair. I know that people hate to see defensive battles, but, uh, you know, with the Super Bowl, you get one and done. So uh, hopefully it's a one good one. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I agree. Obviously, the two best teams are coming out of this. I don't know the best. I don't know. Chiefs, I still kind of scratch my head. But, hey, they did what they had to do to get there. They are uh, in the Super Bowl. First ever brother, brothers, I should say, uh, Travis Kelsey and uh, the other Kelsey, I think it's Jason, uh, the offensive lineman for the Philadelphia Eagles, are going to be playing each other for the Super Bowl. Uh, so that's kind of cool. You know, the parents uh, win either way. So I think that's kind of, you know, heartwarming, I guess you could say. Right. Um, but, yeah, like you said, uh, everyone seems to be healthy. Uh, I know Mars, Marco Hardman or something like that, he's going to be out with the groin injury or hip injury. So that's kind of a, you know, uh, you know a loss for them. But, you know, he really didn't do much in the last couple of games anyways. Uh yeah, so it, it should be a pretty much a healthy bowl, I, could, I should say. Uh, Patrick Mahomes looked perfectly fine last game. I don't know. I don't. I didn't see any issues with him. Did you? Uh, you could see he was hobbling around a few times. Um, yeah, well, that's after like he got tackled weird and all that. But right. Uh, um, yeah, but well, he yeah, should be we'll okay. See. Yeah, we'll see. And uh, definitely going to be a battle of uh, the QBs because Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes kind of have the same play style, but I think Mahomes or uh, Jalen Hurts is more of a runner, uh, but he can sling the ball too. Um, so, yeah, it should be a high-scoring game. It will be an interesting game, and it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I mean, right now, uh, both these teams seem pretty even in my mm -hmm. mind. You know, um, the running game for the Eagles is really good with, with their group of, of of runners, and the Chiefs, they got the, that uh, Pachenko like yeah. he's really like like the past few games he's really come up and like I didn't even know about him throughout the year and all of a sudden here he is like doing these 
gash plays and stuff like that. It's just, it's just crazy. So I think that both teams got to have like an equal running game right now. Um, I think in the wide receiver room, I do believe that the Eagles have the better talent with AJ Brown and, and Smith in there, uh, as opposed to Juju Smith-Schuster and Mar- Marcus Valdez-Scantling. But really, it does come down to, like you said, the quarterbacks. You know, both these quarterbacks are at the top of their league. Uh, they're both playing really good football. Both of them MVP candidates. You know, both of them would have made the Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl if uh, if they could. You know, but because of the Super Bowl, they can't do it. Um, so, I, yeah, it's really going to come down to, I, I think, which de- team's defense can can stop uh, more plays. And um, I, right now, I, I mean, yeah, I know I've been doubting them the this entire run up here. But right now, I do believe that the Eagles have the advantage on the defensive side, and I think that might be the key component to a Eagles victory. Uh-oh, should I go with Chiefs then? <laughs> if you want. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I think the Eagles might come up pretty big in this game. I don't know if it's going to be like a 38-7 type of big win. Um, but I think, you know, they do win by a touchdown or two. Uh, I think that defense is better than the Chiefs. I think uh, – the Chiefs' defense kind of showed its uh, weaknesses against the Bengals, and I think uh, you know the Eagles' offense is more deadly than the Bengals, and that's saying a lot because the Bengals' offense is pretty deadly. But it all comes down to you know the refs again, and I hate to say it, you know if the refs make a few questionable calls that are heavily favored, aka that intentional grounding. Uh, you know, towards the Chiefs, I'm just, you know, I'm going to start scratching my head and I might throw a thing or two because if the refs have a big impact in this game, I am going to be, I'm going to be quite upset. Yeah. I mean, the refs just need to stay out of the way for the most part, let the players play some football. Um, they need, they need, they don't need to be picky choosy, but you know, just be consistent as we've said throughout this entire year, it seems like just be consistent. You know, don't don't throw a flag for something, and don't then don't throw it for someone else. You know, um, but uh, and I yeah. you know I hate to go down that road, but you know you kind of have to because you know they made a big impact in you know the AFC conference championship, and like I said earlier, you know we've got a referee that's heavily favors the Chiefs every time. So hopefully Roger Goodell, uh, the NFL owner, hopefully said something to them as like, all right, all right, tone it down a little bit. <laughs> All right, the storylines are set. We don't. We let's just let them play some football. Hey, the new memes for uh, you know uh, Adrian Fo- Foster was on like some podcast and said that the NFL was rigged, and now there is a new meme out that is uh, will show like you know these players that didn't make it in the NFL. They're like, oh, we're getting my script for 2015 season. <laughs> those have been funny. I've been laughing at those. Yeah. Yeah. Did Johnny Manziel have a script? He did. Oh. <laughs> and he had a beer in his hand while I was reading it. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was like uh, Josh Gordon reading his script every year and it's just a big smile on his face. So you know that, that kind of stuff. You know, it's not like I'm rolling on the floor laughing, I just kinda giggle like do a like a <laughs> and then move on. Yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully this game won't be laughable. Hopefully it won't be too rage-inducing. Like, both these teams I'm indifferent about, you know. I, I, mm-hmm. I could care less which team wins this year. You know, last yeah. year I really wanted the Bengals to win, and this year I also uh, really was hoping that the Bengals would make it with the 49ers because I liked both those teams um, throughout the entire year here. But, um, yeah, you know, the Eagles, I, I think that I, I kind of favor the Eagles a little bit more just because it's like, 
yeah, give him give him another one. Like it, it's 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 a it's a big narrative that you know Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to have like a this new dynasty, but they just they haven't been playing amazing football these past two years or so. Like they've been winning, and yeah, they've gotten to the playoffs, and yes, they do have a Super Bowl win a few you know what is it fourth years ago at this point, but. Like, I don't know, like there's some I don't know if it's just like because they're say in the same division as us or something like that. But I kind of, I, I, you know, I kind of want to see the Chiefs fail here. Like, I kind of really do want to see the Chiefs fail for some reason. And I think it just might be because everyone's already talking about how, you know, how the Chiefs are, you know, Super Bowl bound every year and how they're so amazing and how you know patrick Mahomes is going right to the hall of fame and it's like hold on yeah. they've only won one super bowl <laughs> you know yeah it just seems like you know the chiefs are you know they're it seemed like you know they were in it last year but they weren't you know so uh rams and uh Bengals. but it's just kind of way the way everyone's talking is just like oh you know the chiefs are back at it it's just like okay it's been a couple years i relax but you know that's how uh you know like well, they the were like embarrassed just, in yeah. uh, the Buccaneers Super Bowl too, you know. And they, you know, the announcers are going to be writing, uh, you know, Mahomes, you know, just talking about him and just won't shut up about him and just you know. I hope it's not Chris Collinsworth announcing because you know Mahomes will probably throw an interception and it'd be like, "What a play by Patrick Mahomes!" <laughs> Look at that guy. perfect spiral into the defender's <laughs> hands. Yeah. Yeah, I just I don't know. I think it is just a little bit of like Chiefs oversaturation, you know, just just I think Mm -hmm. that's that might be the main reason why I I would like to see this Eagles team win just because it's like one, I do believe that the Eagles are a better team in this scenario. And two, I just kind of like bored of the Chiefs. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe the Holmes and the Chiefs are the new Patriots. I don't know. And on the other hand, the Eagles fan base is a little annoying. But like I said, you know, I like the players on the team so I can. I, I'm okay. I mean, I'm honestly okay with either team winning, but I would rather, I would prefer the Eagles. And I always yeah. had the underdog m- mindset too. So, you know, I always favor the underdog, and technically the Eagles are the underdogs. Well, you know what, Greedy? I think that the the the, the city of Philadelphia should grease up their poles because I'm <laughs> locking up the Eagles. When shouldn't they do the opposite? Because uh, whatever you lock up, it seems to be the opposite. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I'm agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. I am also locking up the Eagles. Fly Eagles, fly Eagles, fly. (laughs) Should we sing the song if they win? Yeah, let me look up the lyrics. Yeah, we'll have a whole podcast where we just sing the song. All right, you've heard it here, folks. Next next week. Or whenever I yeah, it will be next week when you know when the when when the Eagles win the Super Bowl, Greedy and I will duet Fly Eagles Fly. Okay. But we won't we won't do it for as long as Jalen Hurts. Maybe we'll get through like the first two lines and be like, all right, that was that's it. <laughs> all right. It's a set deal. If the Eagles win, we will do it. And if the Chiefs win, uh I gotta get a Patrick Mahomes cardboard cutout. Oh, okay. And I'll kiss Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs win, I'll do nothing. All right. Sounds good. Um, any other predictions for this game? Um, I predict that hmm. I predict that the, there will be a nip slip by a cheerleader during the oh. Madonna performance. Oh, I'm okay with that one. Uh, I mean I mean uh <laughs> um hmm. 
I think Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes will both Kiss. have an interception this game. Ooh, all right. I predict that Boston Scott will get the first touchdown of the Eagles. Ooh, you could put money on that. You could you a lot of pay, that payout will be really big. Yes, I'm not anymore. a betting me. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It won't let me. I don't think he even plays for them, does he? Boston Scott? Yeah. He plays for him still. Yeah. Maybe he I'll do it. got touchdown last game. If I, I'll do it, and I'll give you like a dollar of the buy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get a million, I'll get a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. And then uh, the Chiefs, on the Chiefs side of things, you know what I'm going to say? It. What? I think that uh, Pachenko gets the first touchdown on the Chiefs side of things. Okay. I'll say uh, Tony gets it. I think Tony, Tony Romo? Yeah, Tony Roman, yes. No, Pladarius <laughs> Tony. He should have had the first touchdown of the game, but got unfortunately taken away from him. You know, actually, I'm going to switch my Eagles one instead oh. of Boston Scott because I, now you're making me think, like, is he on their team? Uh, it's going to be uh, the new wide receiver, uh, uh, Devontae, Devontae Smith. Smith. He, well, he's not new, but yes, I knew what you Rookie. He's a rookie, isn't he? Nope, or he's been year? two second year, yeah. Okay, I mean he's still technically the the new one is uh, AJ Brown. Okay, (laughs) yeah, I think that Smith will get the first touchdown on the Eagles and Pachenko on the Chiefs, locking it in. He'd still make a quite a good payout if Devontae Smith gets the first touchdown. And hopefully this isn't a field goal type game. Uh, Oh yeah, are you doing the Gronk uh, kick of destiny? I can't. I don't think you need to put like any information on that. I think you just have to opt in on that. Hmm. Yeah, it might say like, "Oh, you you can't do this either." <laughs> no, well, you gotta bet. Break. You gotta just <laughs> bet if he gets it or if he makes the field goal or not. Yeah, you all you do is opt in that he will make it, and then I think you get like a certain percentage. But you know, it's all everything in the world is rigged. So I'm sure can't wait for him to miss the kick right, left, or right. <laughs> no, I think I. I mean, I would predict that he would miss it. Gronk's no, you can't predict if he misses it. So what? unfortunately, yeah, only... he only he only has to make it. What? Oh, what what kind of bet is that? It's just uh, it's free. Like you don't have to pay, put money in it. Oh well, he's gonna it's miss. Just, it's just one of those like I think don't... he will make it kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, anyone out there who's strapped for cash and like I need I need him to make this kick, he's not gonna make it. Yeah, it's gonna. I can watch, almost guarantee it's, it's gonna hit the ground first. Or he's gonna miss the ball entirely. Yeah. You, do you remember It'll that be a Charlie the, the Brown. miracle in Miami when he couldn't make one tackle? Yeah. He, he can't make a kick. It's going to be one of those Charlie Brown episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if Gronk makes the field goal, I I would I would I would probably you know rewind the footage and make sure it's not like edited in after you know in, in post or whatever. Like, oh, hmm. is this CGI? <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, uh, and one more prediction from you, Greedy. Uh, what will be the Rotten Tomato score for 80 for Brady? Oh, Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to say gay? 80, uh, 86%. Wow. Uh, I was thinking more <laughs> like uh, 30%. No. no, Rotten Tomatoes loves the stupid shit. So, you know, they <laughs> and hate the good shit. So, you know, you know, you got to think opposite of them. That's true. You got you got to go the opposite. And it's Brady, man. He's retiring, and he retired, and just the popularity is too much right now. Rotten Tomatoes is going to feed off of that popularity, and they're going to be like, "Oh my God, it's at eighty nine percent." 
Go see it. 80, it's going to be 80, 80% Rotten Tomatoes for 80 for Brady. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then it will win an Oscar for uh, Tom Brady. He'll be the best supporting actor <laughs> next year. And tune in our next week podcast where we review that movie. No, Ooh, yeah, we could. Skip the Super Bowl and go watch that instead. Yeah. Who cares about the Super Bowl? We got to see four 80-year-old women swoon for Tom Brady. But it has Gronk and Julian Edelman and... Uh, you and sold Gronk you, hey, and... you you had me at at Gronk, yeah. <laughs> you had me at eighty, no. <laughs> you had me at women. I mean, <laughs> okay, well, yeah, um, quite an adventurous episode. Let us know what you think is going to happen in the Super Bowl. Give us your predictions, your score. Oh, we have to do score predictions. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. You go uh, first. Yeah, I'll go first. I think that's going to be. It's going to be th- Eagles have been scoring in the 30s pretty consistently. I think it's going to be 31 to 29. Ooh. And I Eagles are going to win the... uh, on a field goal. Let's ask Cynthia what she's going to think. She's going to say 26 to 25. Yeah. <laughs> um, But I'm going to say a 38 to 31. Ooh. And I think the uh, Philadelphia will win on a defensive score. Ooh, okay. Will the Philly special be used? No. <laughs> no. All right. No, I don't think so. Okay, well, there you go. There you go. What, you, what, what do you think? Can you well, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I do think that, it, that there oh, will you be do? a Philly special. Yeah, yeah I, okay. think, I think so. They'll, they'll, they'll either do it for a two-point two conversion, or they'll... Uh, Change the play at the line of scrimmage at the goal line, and and that'll be what comes of it. Because uh, I don't think they're going to call the play, but I think Jalen Hurts might uh, might feel a little bit savvy, you know, and okay. go for I it. I hope so. We'll see if the Chiefs do bring around the Rosie this time <laughs> around. You know? uh, I don't think so. What's <laughs> over under if ankle they do on it? on merry-go-round? You know? <laughs> What's over and under on that? If they do that uh, over one, <laughs> I think. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, hey, like I said, let us know in the Discord or on Twitter or wherever uh, what you know what you think is going to happen in the Super Bowl. We got a couple of big predictions here: nip slips, uh, eighty for Brady, Rotten Tomatoes, Gronk making a field goal. It's all here, folks. Barrel go rounds. Uh... <laughs> Philly specials, Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah, Philly. Yeah, Philly. Would you rather have Uh-oh. Philly cheesesteak or whatever Kansas City has barbecue? I guess. Mm, you know, I, I yeah, I've never had a an actual Philly cheesesteak like, like from Philadelphia, so I guess mm. they're going off of like you know Mr. Hero or something like that. Probably would rather go with some with some good old barbecue, you know. Yeah, okay, I'd rather have the cheesesteak, I think. But you can't go wrong with barbecue either. So yeah, I'm locking up barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> locking up barbecue. Okay, you're to here, folks. He's locking up Kansas City. Nope, I'm the state, not the team, the state. Yeah. Oh yeah, the state. <laughs> yeah, because the Chiefs don't even—they don't even technically play in Kansas. No, are <laughs> not in Kansas anymore. Anymore, Sage. All right, let's wrap this up. I am Yemi the Ferret, and I've been here with Greeting Waffles, and this has been Fair NFL. Thank you for listening. Let's ride. Let's ride to the Super Bowl.
Fly, eagles, fly. <laughs> fly, eagles, fly. Fly, eagles, fly. Fly, eagles, fly.